Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. James 4.3 James 4.3 You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Amen. Amen. You ask and you don't receive what you ask for because the reason why you don't receive what, um, what you ask for is because you ask amiss, and it means that you want to, you are asking something that you can um, use it on your own pleasure. Amen? And that is why prayers, some prayers are not answered. So it's important that when we are praying, we are praying not so that we can use it on our pleasures. Praise the Lord. You know, someone said, I mean, I was some pastor, pastor's material that I was reading. It says that pastors that go into the ministry for their own gain, are never successful or are not successful in the sight of God. They may be successful in the sight of men, have a, a nice, you know, five houses and ten cars. To the world, they are successful, but they're never successful in the sight. Why am I saying that? For your own pleasure. Amen? So, let's let, let the things of God become more important to you than yourself, and God will take care of you. Amen. Then we re we read James. I mean Jeremiah twenty nine. Thirteen. Thirteen. Jeremiah twenty nine, verse thirteen. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen. Praise the Lord. When we, when we go to pray, we pray with all our heart. When we are talking to God, we talk to God with our full attention. Amen? You see, there is time for everything. And so when there is time to talk to your father, give your father your full attention. It's very, very important. Now, we need to also, we need to understand something. I'm not talking about you praying in the spirit whilst you're doing something. That, that's not what I'm talking about. But when there is time for you to actually talk to God, you need to give God your full attention. Do you understand what I mean? Amen? Well, the Bible tells so. It says so. Jeremiah says we need to attend to God with all 
our heart. Then another scripture is Isaiah 43, 10. Isaiah 43, verse 10. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant who I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor, that, nor shall there be after me. Amen. Amen. And that is the God that you pray to. That is the God that you communicate with. That is your God. And the reason why I find this scripture very important is that don't be fooled by anybody (laughs) telling you There is something else somewhere. There's some supernatural power somewhere. God says before him, there's nothing made. There's no God made. And after him, there will be no God. Hallelujah. There's no such thing as after him anyway. Amen. So you have confidence in this God that you are serving. Be, you know... I don't know how I can get... Listen, be fully assured that God, this God that we are talking about, is more than able to protect, to guide, to keep, and provide for you. Amen. He's more than able because there's there's nothing before him and there's nothing after him. Amen. Praise the Lord. And... There's something that, that brings me to this point. Can we read Luke 10, 19? Luke 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Amen. When Jesus was sending the 70 out, he said to them, I give unto you authority. I give unto you power to tread upon the serpent and scorpions and, you know, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. In Mark, um, Mark 16, he um, says that all power is given unto me. Amen. When Jesus rose, uh, rose from the dead, he said, and he met the disciples, he says, all power is given unto me. And then he said, go into the world and preach the gospel, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name you shall cast out demons. You shall, if you lay hands on any sick, they will recover. If you drink of any deadly thing, it will not harm you. Praise the Lord. But my point is this. All power is given unto Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus transferred that power to his church. Glory to God. So, when you have an issue in your life, you, and you think there is a force behind it, there is a negative force behind it, When you need to deal with that negative force, you don't talk to Satan. Satan 
is not your friend to talk to. Amen. You see, you need, with that authority, you need to command Satan. Amen. You have no, you have no business having a discussion with Satan. Amen. Don't go to tea with Satan. Don't go and find out from Satan how many demons that are work, is operating against you. Not necessary. Amen. Now, we talk to God. I, I, you see, I want you to understand this. There is God and there is Satan. There is two different ways of dealing with them. Are you with me? God is your father. Amen. God is your father. You relate to your father. You discuss with your father. You talk to your father. In a nice way. Amen. See, it is important that I've heard people praying and they do not understand that God has dealt with things already and that we don't need to ask him for. Amen. You see, what God has already given to you and you're still asking, asking him for it, He's tapping his feet thinking, when is this guy going to wake up? Are you with me? So, we need to, you see, what I'm saying is, God has already given us the authority over all the serpents and the scorpions, over all the demonic powers of that. God has given us authority over every power. Both in heaven and on earth. Through Jesus Christ. You have that authority. You have that power. It is not for somebody that is spiritual, uh, spiritual or special. It's not for ministers. All power has been given to everyone that believes. The authority in the name of Jesus is for everyone that believes. So, Satan, as far as God is concerned, has been dealt with. I'm going to say that again. As far as God is concerned, Satan and his cohorts, all his powers, all, all, all his uh, 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 followers, every, all witches, demons, witchcrafts, you name it, everything that rises up against the word of God, all this has been dealt with in the name of Jesus. We have authority over them in the name of Jesus. But let me go a little bit further. Listen. A bit deeper. Listen. 
You have authority over your life. You don't have authority over somebody else's life. God has given you authority to govern your life, to, 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 for, for, to make a circle around you and anything that belongs to you, you exercise your authority over it and so it is in the name of Jesus. You can't come to my domain and exercise your authority over mine. And if I want to invite Satan into my life, you can't exercise your authority over it. So you need that understanding. There are people that are walking in darkness, but you can't exercise your authority over them. They choose to. We all have a free, a free will. We, have, we, we can make choices. Amen. So when the things that God has already done, God has given to every man a measure of faith. Amen? Amen? We all have faith. And we're talking about spiritual faith, not natural or physical faith. We're talking about spiritual faith. For everyone that gets born again, was got born again by faith. Amen? So you don't pray for faith. You don't pray that God should give you faith because he has already given you what you have that enable you to give your life to Christ, all you need to do is to build on that. Build that. Exercise that. Practice. Use it. Use it. Use it. And you build on it. Are you with me? So, whatever God has done already, we do not need to ask for him again. In fact, so I say, you know, I, I call something Feel good factor prayers. Some people scream and shout and, 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 and war and war and war and, and make a lot of noise. And it really sounds really good and powerful. But it's praying amiss. Praying unscriptural. And it does not get us anywhere. If you say, uh, I destroy Satan in the name of Jesus. I destroy Satan. That's, that's, that's wrong. You can't. Jesus didn't, so you can't. Satan die. Satan die. Satan die. Satan, I ain't going to die yet. You can't kill Satan. Are, are you with me? But you can address Satan. In the name of Jesus, get out of my territory. Whatever that is going wrong, you can address it. But then you turn around to God and say, Father, I love you. See, it's a completely different um, way of communicating. Lord, I thank you. When we are singing song, songs, some songs, I really get into it because I am talking to my father. I'm talking to my father. You see, 
Prayer is not always asking. Worshipping is a form of prayer. Thanksgiving is a form of prayer. You're talking to God, is a, you know, you are talking to God, therefore it's a form of prayer. Prayer, prayers is simply communicating with God. Amen? Now, when you're praying, when you're talking to somebody, they, they will respond back, won't they? So when we're talking to God, we need to expect a response from him. Amen? So when, when you go talking to God, when you have issues that you're dealing, you're dealing with, with the Lord, you need to expect God to speak to you. Now, it's a bit... This is a bit of a gray area. Now, this very teaching, then people pick it up and they don't know they are left to right spiritually and start saying things. God said this. God said this. God said this. And God, they're making God say a lot of things that God hasn't said and get people into trouble. Just because someone said, yeah, when you talk to God, God will, you know, God will talk back to you. You know, yeah, God said this, God said this, God said this. No, you need, to, you need to grow in the things of God. And you will hear God. Not audible, but you hear God in your spirit. Amen. When I say not audible, I don't mean God doesn't speak audible, but initially, he will speak audible when it's needed. But initially, this is the way he leads us all. Initially, you will hear him in your spirit. Like, it's like, you know, when you're watching TV, um, what do they call that? That the writing comes on it. What? Sorry. Everybody is here. I can't hear. <coughs> Subtitle. Praise God. Thank you. You know, and that's how God speaks to you at times. You 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 see it. You you know the words just comes to you. Amen. And that means God is talking to you. And people say, God said. Other people say, the Holy Spirit said. You know, but same thing. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, how is your, if I ask you, how is your relationship with God? How do you measure your relationship with God. You know, how do you gauge where are you at? Are you, are you with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? We can gauge our relationship with God. We can gauge it, but how do we gauge it? With what? If you have a relationship with somebody, you really do talk to the person. Amen. You do talk to the person more often. 
more often, when you get to know the Father and you ask, how is your relationship? Is how often you talk to him determined your relationship with him. Amen? So how often do you talk to your father? To what intent? To what depth do you talk to your father? You are the only one that knows. And I want to encourage you that as you go home today, you begin to make those adjustments that will bring you closer to God. Amen? See, in the days of Noah, they were busy doing their things until the rain began to come. And when the rain started, there was no stopping. Praise the Lord. Likewise today, we can be busy doing our things and overlooking these basic things that we talk about every day. We can be overlooking them until one day the rain begins to show up. And when the rain starts, there is no stopping. So I want to encourage you. Whatever that hinders you from building that strong relationship with your father, whatever it is that is hindering you, you need to make that adjustment. Praise the Lord. But let me tell you this. Consistency is the key to success. You may pray a week. You may talk to God for two weeks. But if you lap the third week, see, the enemy is doing 24-7 to try and make sure that that which you have started, you will not be able to uh, continue. So when you get the momentum and get going, don't quit. Don't give in. Praise the Lord. And, in, and it's, it's this. Listen. You, Satan do not go on holidays. He doesn't go on holidays. And the point is, he's never going to stop trying to stop you from being a serious, committed believer. He's never going to stop that. He, I mean, he has set things in emotion to trap you at any time. So you need to be determined that at any time, in, in, in no circumstance, are you going to allow him to have that chance in your life. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right. Let's look in Romans. Like I said, I'm picking up a few. Let's look in Romans chapter 8, 26. 
Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so the Spirit, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness, and it's not talking about you know, it, it's not a weakness in the sense that we are not sure what, what to do. We're not sure what to do. We're not sure what to pray about now. We prayed all that we know of. And situation hasn't changed. We don't know what to do. But the Spirit helps us to pray. The Spirit helps us to intercede, and it's, it, it helps us in groanings that cannot be altered. It cannot be changed. Praise the Lord. Now, it is, I, I, it's only through experience that you will understand this. But there are times that when you are praying, it's as if, like the words are coming, out, it's as if somebody is speaking through you. Somebody is actually speaking, just using your vocal cord and, and speaking through you. And you're, you're praying that you, you really don't have control over what you're saying. When you're praying in the spirit... Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So then, how important is it for us to pray in the Spirit? Because it, the Spirit will help you to pray about things that you do not know of. He will help you to make groanings that you really have no bearings of what you're actually doing. Amen. Let's go to First Corinthians fourteen. First Corinthians fourteen. Start from one, please. First Corinthians fourteen, verse one. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Okay. Two. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. A amen. We're talking about prayers. Okay? Now, there are two ways that we pray. One is praying in our language that we know. The other is praying in the spirit. Amen? Now, it is, I want you to understand something here. Praying in the Spirit is important. Praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues is important because it is a gift that God gave to the church. Amen? God gave 
You know what? If, if the church didn't need it, God wouldn't give it. You know, God is a bit sharp. He's a bit smart, isn't he? Amen. God is a bit smart, you know, so he won't do anything that is unnecessary. I want you to bear in mind that. I, I want to encourage you, some of us that don't speak in tongues, don't shut the door. Don't shut the door. You know, it, desire, this is a gift that God has given to the church. Desire it. Pursue it. Because it helps you to speak to God that no man understands. No one understands. In the spirit, not even Satan understands when you are communicating this in this way with your father. Amen? And you see, in this way, um, Romans 8.20 says, in this way, the spirit will help you to pray about things that you do not know of. Amen. So it is important that to be able to speak mysteries, praying in the spirit, you can speak mysteries, the hidden things. You can pray about them. And you can pray through things. Can you read? Um, go on. Three and four. 1 Corinthians 14, 3 and 4. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. Amen. So he says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself. This is the bit that I want us to really pick up. One of the bits I want us to pick up. He who speaks in tongues edifies himself. Amen. The, the, the verse before that says that, you know, um, it says that prophesying, basically, um, prophesying is better, isn't it? Prophesying edifies the church. Are you with me? And how many of us wants to be selfish and just edify ourselves? No one wants to do that. We all want to edify the church. Amen. But if you, if you read further down and you go on, it tells you that when tongues, are, when tongues is interpreted, it's equivalent to prophecy. When tongues is interpreted, it edifies the church the same way as prophecy does. Therefore, tongue, tongues is as good as prophecy when it's interpreted, we get the same results. Are you with me? Are you with me? So when we are praying in the, uh, when we're praying in tongues, when we're praying in the spirit, and if it is a message, that, um, then it needs to be interpreted so that the church will be edified. Amen. Now, when you take that verse 3 out of its setting, then, and this is why some people have just basically shut the door at tongues because it, the Bible says that it, you know, it doesn't edify the church. 
No, it, it doesn't edify the church when it's not interpreted. But then it says that in verse, um, in verse 2, it says, in verse 2, it says that whoever prays in tongues edifies himself. Amen? Now, what's wrong with building yourself up? Are you with me? You see, we need to understand. We don't take it out of context. Building yourself up is good. Can somebody say amen? amen? Building yourself up is good. Building your Jude said, building yourself up in your most holy faith. Amen. So it is good to pray in the spirit. Praise the Lord. It is good to pray in the spirit. We need to desire the gift that God has given to us to help us to walk this Christian life successfully. Now, you know, this is not something that will hinder you from going to heaven. But it will help you a lot in your Christian life. There are times that, you know, you, you feel a little bit, you feel a little bit, not down, but, you know, you, you, you just, you, you're looking around wondering, where's the Holy Ghost? You know, where's the Holy Spirit? You feel really numb. Well, just start praying in spirit. Just start praying in the spirit. And as you pray in the spirit or you sing a song, you know, then the Holy Spirit shows up. You're full again. Amen. Amen. You're full again. So um, praying in the spirit, I want to just encourage you. I want to encourage you to desire, covet it. Look for it. Ask God for it. You know, talk to us. I, I, I don't like laying hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit if I haven't taken them through, you know. A, 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 and I like the one-to-one. On one-to-one, -one, anybody that I've taken them on one-to-one, -one, they've received and they've prayed. Because you, 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 you break it down gently, so and it becomes clear. You know, praise the Lord. So, desire the gift. Don't let it pass you by. Verse 14, please. So, 14, 14. First Corinthians 1, 14, verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Amen. So, when one prays in tongues, he, his spirit prays. Romans 8.26, the spirit helps us to pray. First uh, Corinthians 14.14, 14, if I pray in tongues, my spirit prays. My understanding is unfruitful. Church this is important. 
as a believer. Amen? It's important as a believer for you to pray in the spirit. Thank you, Father. Can we go to Ephesians 6, 18, 20? Ephesians 6, 18, 20. 18 to 20. Praying always with a prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, uh, the utterance may be given to me. And that I may open my mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel. For which I am an ambassador in chains. That in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. Amen. Paul is admonishing the Ephesians brethren that um, we should always pray. Praying always. Praying always with our prayers. There are different kinds of prayers. And it says being watchful. Praying always and being watchful. There are times that, you know, is it Ezekiel says, watchman, I've made you a watchman of uh, this nation. You know, we need to be watchful. As a born again child of God, you just, you just don't throw your hands around and say, oh, whatever. No, we need to be watchful. Amen? See, we underestimate, listen, we don't, we don't, um, we brag on our God. We don't put emphasis on, the, on Satan. Neither do we make Satan big, but we should not underestimate Satan either. Amen? We need, we need to pray and be watchful over our lives, over our families, amen, over things that concerns us, amen. You know, so that Paul says, for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may speak boldly. It's important that the church pray for the leaders. We pray for each other. Amen. There are times that one needs to be witty in delivering a message and there are times that one needs to be bold in de delivering a message. Amen. But Paul says, pray for us. Utterance may be, be given unto us and we may speak boldly as we ought. When it's time for us to be bold, that we'll be bold. Amen? See, if you, if you face with a situation and then you begin to back down because your life is in danger or you're going to lose something, 
then it means that you're not, being, you're not standing for Jesus. Amen. Then you're not standing for Jesus. In the, in the book of Acts, you know, um, oh, is it, who was that? that Stephen was stoned to death. I mean, you think the guy will run away. I mean, at least run and let the people stone you as you're running. He stood up there receiving all the, and he was very, very happy receiving it. Because he's dying for a good cause. Praise the Lord. It, you know, Fox's book of Midas, um, Smith, um, Smithfield here, how they killed Christians because they would not deny their God. We ought to pray, like Brother Tundi was sharing last night. We ought to pray because we are in a time where that, the, 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 the forces of darkness are rising up everywhere. And we, the believers, we are the ones that have the answers. And we need to pray and we need to be bold that we will stand, that we will lay down our life if needs to be. We need to be ready that we will lay down our life if needs to be for Christ. This is serious. We are going to a very serious time. And the church needs to be serious. Praise the Lord. Let me give you my last scripture. I'm, I'm done long ago, but I want to read this scripture, Ephesians 4, <coughs> 6 through 8. Ephesians 4, 6 through 8. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gifts. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Amen. Amen. Through God's grace that is given to us, we are able to do what we've been called to do. Amen. When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. And what did he do? He gave you and I gifts. Some of us, we are intercessors. But we wrapped it up and put it on top of the kitchen cupboard. Some of us are intercessors. Intercede for the church. Paul was saying to the Ephesians, he says, pray so that we may step out boldly. Everybody can pray. At least everybody can pray. Amen? You don't have to come and stand at the front here to pray. 
in your own home. See, we measure, we measure. I, I always say, when you do your homework, when you go out, it will show that you've done your homework. When you do, if you don't do your, at school, if you don't do your homework, when the exams is put in front of you, you can't do it. Praise the Lord. The same thing spiritually. If you do the spiritual things that you're supposed to do at home, when you go out, when you meet a situation, the Holy Spirit will show up. Amen. And he will help you. And you'll be a winner. We need to be hungry for the lost in our prayers. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.